Yo, 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 we back. You know where we at, man. The Cane is Able Podcast, where we talk about everything that everybody else scared to talk about. And we back. I told y'all I wasn't going to miss no more uh, recording, no more episodes, so trying to keep me consistent. So thank y'all for holding me accountable. All y'all that emailed me, text me about, you know, when I was on my little vacation. So I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Um, With me today, of course... Uh, a man of many few words he may talk today he may not but of course you know i got my dj be easy with me from the uh, dj blaze radio show podcast how you doing today sir i'm fine but i'm not a dj <laughs> continue beloved <laughs> you my dj <laughs> you my dj ain't nobody else dj you my dj and returning well not even returning for the first time coming to sit down with me after requesting her presence for about two years now is uh, one of my favorite female cousins, Miss Deanna. Hi. So I'm glad to be here with you. You've been hunting me down for a while. Hey, you don't mind getting together and drinking, but you will not come record this podcast. So what I drink? Water? Sprite? And you, uh, you, you provide a place for us to drink? Well, that means I'm overdue on some stuff. Hey, man, you're almost more than welcome to come to uh, the House of Hennessy. Oh, say less then. <laughs> say less. You're always welcome to come there. You know, we're going to always make sure your refreshments are ready and the food is ready. Say less. Um, you say on the podcast, anything is anything goes. I'm a little bit nervous about that. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be nervous, nervous about uh-uh. that because I know you. No, it ain't about me. It's about the person sitting across from me. Say less then. Um, and you should be nervous because, you know, you have some podcasting experience. Um, didn't you once have a, a show that you were a part of or was it your show? Can you... You know, let us in on that. So I was on the Tangy Tea podcast um, for several, several months, and I really enjoyed it with Veronica. Shout out to Veronica. So I enjoyed it. So I do have um, podcasting experience. So hopefully Mm. my little following, quote, unquote, (laughs) come on over here and listen to us as well. Hey, I need them. I need all your followers. All y'all that listen at No Deanna, I don't know if she's on social media right now, but go follow me. At Hennessy Black on Facebook, Instagram, all that. We need y'all because I plan to have her here a lot more often. So just know when you follow him, get ready. Please do. Please do. Um, so y'all know my last episode, um, I had some guests on and, and we discussed uh, the the importance or lack thereof of a stepfather when they come into a relationship with a woman that has kids and what his intentions are and that makes him a weak man. Um so on that episode, B, you were not you were not present there. Uh, Deanna, neither were you. But um, just real quick, B, I want to get your take on that because you were raised by a stepfather, correct? Uh, he helped. He helped. Okay, well, all the way raised by a stepdad. Gotcha. Okay, and and Deanna, you're you're about to come into a situation where you know you have a man that's going to be heavily involved with with your son as well, right? Right. Already is. Already Definitely. is. Okay. So so B, I'm gonna go with you first since you weren't here last time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could briefly give me your uh opinion on whether or not a man is weak if he decides to take care of a child that's not uh, biologically his um, for the sake of the woman or whatever the case may be. Uh, I think he's strong for doing it because mm-hmm. it ain't his. Right. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to, but he's doing it. So that makes him strong. Why would you think people would consider him weak for doing that? Because they're idiots. Maybe? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I hear you. That's a blunt way to put it. I'm sorry. Like, Would you do it? I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have a choice now. Everybody, <laughs> oh, yeah. everybody got at least a kid. Yeah. Right. Not right. you? I, <laughs> well, he's the exception to the rule. Yeah. So, because then I wanted, I didn't think about it that day, but now I wonder, well, is that, the, would it be the same 
view for a woman that came to a, a man that did have full custody of his kid, and now she has to be a stepmother, a full-time stepmother, in order to be with that man. Would she be considered weak, or would she be a strong black woman? Mm, they'll probably be like, you better than me, child. You know, you talking. <laughs> well, you, you get some females, because I'm a female who um, is about to be married to someone who has other children. Mm-hmm. Um, they're around a lot, because they choose to be around, um, and they and we enjoy them, but you do get some people be like, ooh, mm-hmm. but that's their opinion. I think each situation is different for each person, but do I think a person is weak? Absolutely not. Um, I was raised by my biological mother and father, but my father is not my one of my sister's um, biological dad, and but he's the only dad she knows. Right. So he's dad. Um, biologically, no, but he's dad, so... I think he's strong, like he like be said. He's strong for that. Yeah, because I I told the the other participants that day that if he was with that woman and didn't take care of that child or didn't do what I you know should be done to provide then for that child, weak. not even that she's weak. But then they'll be calling him a, a fuck nigga. Mm-hmm. And is <laughs> y'all say he's a fuck nigga? He's a broke nigga. He wrong. Why you even deal with that nigga? He don't even help y'all do this at the third. Um, Mina had a had a comment where she said. Uh, no real woman is going to ask no man to do nothing for her kids if he's not the father anyway. Do you agree with that? I respectfully disagree. Okay, why is that? Um, I disagree because because as a single mom, I can't even imagine someone dealing with a guy or female because it's not one-sided mm-hmm. who doesn't do anything. If I can't come and ask you to do something for my child, then what, what am I here for? He's a part of me. Not saying you have to take care or do everything, but I should be comfortable enough to you to say, Hey, can you X, Y, Z? How you going, and I hate to go back to this, but how you going to bring me something to eat and not bring my child something to eat? Easily. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I set myself up for that one. It, it, it ain't hard. I set hey. myself up for that you one. You know how much of Wayne's and things is as X was right now? About $12. I now. understand yeah. all of that, but if I'm not comfortable enough, in the beginning I might not say, mm. well, hey, can you get Cam or whatever, but no, over time you should get comfortable enough to where if you're not comfortable enough, um, I feel like it's something that he may be doing mm-hmm. or a standard that he's placed that lets you know he's not going to do it. So do you stay with him? Stay with who? Him. Even like he loves you to death. He does everything for you. You don't go without. You you get showered with uh with gifts, random flowers and everything. Y'all take trips, but you know the little kid might got to stay with granny while y'all gone. But he does the bare minimum or uh, maybe even nothing for your child. But he treats you like a queen. You staying? No. That's what's up. Absolutely not. So I just I just can't see it. You got to keep in mind I'm an educator. So, of course, I'm going to advocate for the children first. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, there is no normal, and I use the word normal, adult that'll mistreat a kid, period. I mean, is it mistreatment or is it just, it's like somebody lying, like they ain't telling all the truth. It's like a lie by omission. So, so it's still a lie, right? Uh, volunteer. Is it is it towing that that fine line between obligation and courtesy? Uh, yes. Mm. So I'm not obligated to do nothing for uh, your child, but, but it's a nice courtesy if I include him when I do things for you or y'all, right? Absolutely. So what I'm not saying is I'm not saying if you and I decide to take a vacation, mm-hmm. every time we go, my child has to go. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. But what I'm saying is if you and I are on the way or are a family dynamic, that includes my kids, your kids. 
So what if your child was at my house and they're all they all were hungry and I just said, Oh, I'm gonna go get my child something to eat. Call me. No. Because <laughs> we're just all gonna eat. Fix a little snack until my child leave and then you get y'all you know, your kids. So my kid one gotta eat. be hungry. Be the one be the one that gonna pull up with a whole five dollar pizza just for his kid. Yup. For just his kid. Yeah, be gonna do that. No. Is me and the mama dating or is we like really on the way to something? I don't, I mean, I don't know. That wasn't a part of the question. It wasn't. Yeah, but, but you know, the first couple of months, I'm going to go this way. The first couple of months, me and I are giving you their best face. Mm-hmm. So in the first couple of months, they're not You're giving him your best face too? Yeah, of course. You know what? <laughs> Maybe not the first couple of months. You set me up for that one. But what I'm saying is, in the beginning, now, you may get some that may keep it all the way 100, be like, look, I'm not this, 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 this. But Mm -hmm. in the beginning, they're going to be doing, especially if he likes her, doing everything possible Mm -hmm. to get her. So he's going to be buying little Johnny a Happy Meal or a pizza or this or that. So there's no changing that. Nah, I won't even meet your kids the first few months. Especially if they bad. How would you know? You wouldn't meet them the first few months. Or you shouldn't. They got silver caps. You know what? I cannot with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they do? Oh, they got an Audi belly button. Oh, yeah. They got the Audi and the silver cows. They terrible. The bad OMG. So no kids are bad. They're just misunderstood. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that motherfucker kicked me in my shin when I came over there. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, he threw that little train at me. Yeah, call me fat. <laughs> so what I'm getting from y'all, unless y'all are just playing devil's advocate, that it's okay. What? What? For two people to be dating and one not do anything for the other. Dating, yeah. Well, serious. Okay, so like you date a dot. Well, you in a relationship now, but like y'all was just not dating. Maybe I was dating like two, three weeks or something. No, that's too soon. You don't even get to meet my kids. But even if he ain't met him, he know you got you know a kid, however many kids, whatever. And he talking about I bought them this or that. Would you think that would be a little bit too much? A little bit, and yeah. And see that I don't want to be too much. So so I was a. My grade, I, you know, my intellect is like an A plus, right. but in school, I really was like a B student mm-hmm. because I didn't want to do too much. So in that relationship, in the beginning, I don't want to do too so much. So you're letting people dim your light? Hmm? You're letting people dim your light? Oh, he, no, look, I got, he dimming I dim his, his own, own light. light. Yeah, he dimming his own yeah. light. Okay. Yeah. So um, I just feel like it's no, it's really no rules per se, but to each his own. Some people might like the extra, but to me it's like a little off-putting. And then that also kind of fall into, now we don't went from obligation and courtesy to now expectations. Mm. Because you may expect that, but then like Mina said, she don't think any real woman going to expect or ask that new man to do anything for her, for her child that's not his. So now it goes from obligation and courtesy to expectations. So I might meet one girl one month, that was like, nah, nah, I don't want you to for my kid. Like, you know, we good, da, da, da. And then you might be, that don't work out. Six, seven months later, I meet another woman that got kids and she want me to pay for a babysitter just to go on a date. Or um, I want to get my son in New Jordans that coming out, but I'm like $30 short. So what I'm hearing is you're adding words. I am. Um, You said new person. So, of course, you're not going to ask somebody, well, I wouldn't. You're dating for one week, two weeks, three weeks. Um. My son want the new Jordans. Can you? No. But it's somebody that I've been consistently dating and we're building something. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying it should be okay if you did. Okay. Mm. And that's why I was given two different scenarios and two different sets of expectations. One mm-hmm. person might not expect you to do that in the beginning or six, seven, eight months later. One person might come out the gate 
just expecting because they live in, in the social media world that that's applying pressure. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to expectations, of course, that's relevant. But uh, I don't I don't know if I would use the word expectation with, with a lot of that stuff because I feel like a lot of things with children is just a want. So if a person wants the new Jordans, they don't have to have them. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to necessarily expect you to get them. But if I have a child who needs some shoes mm-hmm. and I can't do it and we're steady and, you know, on our way to building something, then maybe I would have that expectation. But mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, I'm telling you, my child has to have the latest. Okay. I'm not going to ask you this because I know you already got nine kids um, combining yours with his. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't know how many she got. I don't know if that, I didn't know if that was a joke or not. I had to look and see. That's an exaggeration, of course. Slightly. Slightly. How slightly? You know, he slightly exaggerates. Mm. Plus or minus how many? Mm, A few. Minus a few. A few is two. No, minus more than two. Three. Minus some. She had a. She was counting on her fingers just now, y'all. So. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Listen, I'm trying to do the math. <laughs> well, I mean, you you about to be married. You could, so, how many he bring to the table? Five. Jesus Christ. So I said plus your one. That's six. Y'all got y'all. So two is a couple. Three is a few. Y'all. Look, I said nine. Y'all looking at a suburban? Shit. Uh, hell well, no. Astro van. Thing that um <laughs> that makes my the jump out boys van. Unique I'm missing. Is my child is the youngest. And my child is almost 16. So we're looking at adult kids here. Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh. That so y'all ain't going to be taking no trips together. Who? You and all them kids. I mean, if they want to come. Shit, they got to pay. They got, yeah. <laughs> they got to oh, pay. Oh, so they old enough to pay. <laughs> yeah. You, so you, mine's the youngest. Mine is almost 16. 16 so. How old the oldest? About 24? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they can drive them um, yeah, Sprinter yeah. van. Yeah. Okay, so. They about to be grandparents. I would say I already have to. So you got oh two grandkids? God. I'm too fine to be called grandma. What, what you mean, Mimi? I'm Didi. Uh, I mean, understand that. That sounds good on paper, but yeah, right. in real life, you're a grandma. Before, before forty. I'm Didi. You Mimi? Know they call you? <laughs> you Mimi? When you turn to Gigi? Oh, Shit! What? When it, when it, when it, <laughs> oh, what? about eight more years? <laughs> what? <G-G-D>. Right, <laughs> by eight, nine, ten G-G-D. more years. Gigi D. So I was going. Hold up! I want to ask B. Is that a deal breaker for you, a woman? Like, would you want to get serious with a woman that already got a kid? Even though, say for a chance, you got a choice between a woman that does and a woman that doesn't already have kids or children. Is the children a deal breaker for you? It's almost not a choice anymore. I, I live for it so I can tell her. Do it. What your mama tell you to do? That I live for to tell the child that. Uh, Didn't your mama tell you to, you know, so right. I don't like that kind of shit. Oh, so that so you want a woman with kids? Nah, not really. Mm. And that's your right. I mean, that's No, your, I don't care. I don't really care, though. That's your right. Um long as her mama keep the baby whenever I need to get her out of the house. Yeah. That that be the hard part, getting that babysitter. Uh, the hard part is when the woman, for some people, have multiple, multiple, multiple children. That's hard. Mm. You can find a sitter for one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it might get harder as the numbers progress. Yeah. And then they act like you splitting the kids up in foster care. Like, you know, one person don't want to take two kids. They'd be like, well, they can't go to grandma house and one go to the aunt house. So they gotta go to you know they gotta stay oh, yeah. together. Oh, yeah. you know these, these two gotta go over here, but this one his daddy cool with keeping him. Yeah. So so now he could go with his daddy, but then these two can't go with him because mm-hmm. they ain't his kids. Mm-hmm. So now grandma was like, well I I, I gotta date my damn self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you good for one, but now you stuck with the other two. Mm-hmm. You know so, what I'm saying? That'd be the only thing, but with people with like multiple kids getting them out. But yeah. well, the since you about to get married, as you as we all know, 
Um, I was supposed to be in that wedding one time, B. I, I think I got crossed out. What so Her wedding? Yep. When you're planning a wedding, right, you start mm-hmm. off with this whole big idea mm-hmm. of people and things, and sometimes and it, it has nothing to do with the guys. Mm-hmm. But when you have people, and I'm I'm real strict, and they don't do certain things, you just kind of scratch them. Was you sk- scratching women off because they weren't losing the weight you needed? Oh, to I lose? don't care. You can be big as a house. I don't care. I don't believe you. Big, big can be beautiful. I ain't, well, I don't even know. I was never given no instructions. I was just requested my presence. And I said, of course, I got you. And the next thing I know, I ain't heard no, nothing. No, right. so what happened is, mm-hmm. and I'm being transparent, what happened is we initially started planning, and then some medical things happened with my son. Oh. And he ended up having to have a transplant. Oh, So wow. we had to push it back for a whole year, and then... In a year, things happen. You kind of learn some stuff about some people, mm. and that's how things happen. true character came up. I wouldn't say that. It's just... I'm still the same nigga. Not I you. It ain't on your expectations. Side. But hear this. Like, to me, it sounds like she lost women, and, and you, have to you gotta lose it. dudes. That's, uh, that's so. it. Oh, you just said that. You that's what just, I said. I, I picked it up early. Didn't you didn't pick it up. I was looking for some direct shit. No. Oh, Because I, I would never told when to go pick up a tux or pay nothing for a tux. So you listen. still can go get a tux. No. Nah, I ain't going. I'm going no, to go to where I'm in. There you go. I was going really? to say that. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go to where I'm in. You know what I said? You don't even like going to that type of stuff. You know that's what I said? This nigga ain't for me. Oh, I wasn't expecting you to say that. He specifically, we were riding in my in my car uh-huh. or his car, one of them. I was driving and he was like, yeah, I don't go to weddings if I ain't in them. So I was like, well, wow. Damn. But I was in yours. Bro, you can get drunk and eat good food. For free. That's not the reception. I go to receptions. Oh. oh so he want to You'll see. be at the wedding? Yeah. You, I, man, I, but, mm. you know, you can get you a nice suit and wear a suit. But I respected that because. I don't respect it. I you respected get, that because I didn't have to waste money sending a save the date. I didn't have to waste money giving him an invitation or a post-it stamp. Shit, I ain't even. He, he look like he's good for a $100 gift card, I, though. I, I ain't even need none of that. He this, told me he's not coming. I didn't what tell you that. I didn't tell you that. He said, I don't go to weddings unless I'm unless in them. Two years ago, my cousin reached out to me and said, because I want you to be in my wedding. I did. I said, bet. The statement that I made about I don't go to weddings unless I'm in it wasn't even about her wedding. This well, was just a general conversation. This was just a general conversation we having in the car while I'm sitting there drinking Hennessy while she drives. But I didn't know. I thought you know that no everybody. See, I didn't know. See, be the conversation started. I said, man, I don't. I said I ain't even married, but I done been in seven, six weddings in the last seven years. That we talked came about up. so many things. Yeah. Did, did you keep them tuxes? Uh, suits or whatever. Well, you on, kept out of them seven or six, I mean, there was only two were like suits that were like we bought. The rest mm-hmm. of them was rented to rented tuxes. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no problem with going to do none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm. You, you want me there? Kane gonna be there. How many oh, times well, did you see? have to wear that same Vera Wang tux? Because everybody get that same damn. No, tux. they don't. Shit, I done been in three of motherfuckers had them same mm-hmm. tux. No, they, I don't even think I had a Vera Wang once for real. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like the first thing they show. Yep, mm-hmm. I had I had to wear that shit three times. I done, I done had something that was as cheap as one hundred eighty dollars to rent and keep, and I had something that was about four hundred to rent. Mm. So let's be clear. Let's clear this up. So that wasn't ref- you wasn't talking about me. No. Okay, so you would come. Come or be in it. Either one. Be in it. Hell yeah. But would you come to the reception? Make him be the um. I want to be the rain you boy. Can carry no, the not ring. the rain bear. No, you can carry the yeah. ring. Nah, I want to be the rain too old for that shit. <laughs> no, you can carry the ring. Let him be the um the usher. Let him be an usher. Hell no, I ain't standing on no goddamn door. I want to walk down the aisle. You walk down the aisle and a take a couple of times. Take the mama. Nah, right. hell no. And the grandma. No, hey, ain't, ain't no bootlicking yeah. trustee. But listen, <laughs> I was an usher one time. I had to get a tux. I was mad as hell. I thought I was gonna be in the shit. So let me ask y'all this, because I don't. When people get married, I don't have the expectation a to be in it and. I don't have the expectation to be invited. Sometimes when I get invited, I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm shocked. So 
it bothers y'all to do, I guess, little small roles like Usher? No, or... I, I don't mind doing a small role, but don't make me get a fucking tux to do the small role. They want anybody to look the, look the same. I'm a Usher. I ain't Michael Jackson. You want to wear your black suit? Yeah, tell me to get a black suit. Um, I never really cared about roles because I was just a groomsman. Like I've never been. But you, I mean, just, you know what? I'm saying I take that back. It was one wedding I was in. It was two weddings I was in where I felt like I should have been the best man, but I wasn't. But I, I wasn't my feelings about it. But you know, I was like, damn, I thought it would have been me. But okay, cool, I'm here. But I said I wouldn't care. I don't really care about the roles. But I'm like him. Don't, don't make me go spend four hundred on the tux, and I'm standing doing hangout um, brochures. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know I think, but that because I could spend that four hundred on a suit and it'd be mine, and I could keep it. Because you know what I'm gonna tell you when you're when you're before you start planning the wedding, you have this whole idea in your mind how all this stuff is gonna go. Mm-hmm. But when you actually start planning it, it's like whoa, this you know, it's just it's a lot of stuff. And then you, the small roles play a difference, but you get people who, and I'm not no shots fired to you because you know how we you, rock. You done shot me four times. I'm just saying you get people who. Just have the expectation that they're going to be in it. And I'm like, sis, I, I haven't talked to you since we graduated school. Well, I tell you this. When, when you reached out, I was surprised that you reached out. Because, you know, we family. We got love each other. But we don't talk, you know, on a day-to-day. But when we rock, we, we rock. rock. Yeah. So when you reached out, I, I, I felt honored. I was like, damn, cuz really thought about me? All right, bet. I'm in there. She did, you, and the, then, the well was dry. She was running out of niggas. That's and all that, that, that could have been it. But guess what? It shot the hell out of me. It made me feel good. So then when I start hearing her just in casual conversation, say, yeah, girl, you know the wedding. Come on, I got to start that. And I'm like, but well, damn, I ain't even get told where to go get the tuck from or nothing. That kind of when I realized, oh, I ain't in it no more. But <laughs> it you, you, you got to realize. First of all. We pushed the wedding back, like I said, mm-hmm. and it's not like I ain't got no updates. I've already. I'm sorry, I can give you an update. This the update, right? Mm-hmm. No, you got it live. I, right, I can mm-hmm. give you an update. Live update. So should I waste the stamps in your invite if you're not in it? Damn, you ain't worth fifty seven cents. I mean, it is going. <laughs> Look, up. this dude just <laughs> listen. I'm instigated. Don't and listen. I was like, don't but follow listen, me up. But, then. but B, let me tell you how a woman think. I'm in the wedding. Uh-huh. You don't ask me to be in the wedding. I'm talking to you about the other six weddings I've been in the last seven years. In my mind, I think I'm a great friend. So I was like, but yeah, but people know if I come to your wedding, that means I really fuck with you because I really don't come to weddings unless I'm in them. Mm-hmm. So that means you must fuck with me enough to put me in your wedding. So mm-hmm. all I She's heard. She's all that and all she heard was. I don't go to weddings unless I'm in them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, but. That's, that's so, a woman with a selective so hearing. when things and people start dropping off, I'm like. Mm-hmm. And I, I ain't dropped. She dropped me. I feel I, I feel you though because that role and that, um, that um, ham. Do be good with that yellow rice, and you want some of that. So you talking about a funeral or a wedding? Weddings. Oh, they be at weddings too. Yeah. Oh, okay. With, with the, just, but they don't be like at, at with the baked chicken. At a funeral, it would be uh, fried chicken. At the wedding, it'd be baked, baked chicken. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm just yeah. asking. Yeah. So, so yeah. But I rock. I've been to a lot. Been to a lot of both. Go ahead. So I, I might have interpreted it. You did. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you just being a woman. So I said this nigga ain't for me. I knew, Ooh. I knew you was being a woman when you, when your exact word just now was. All I heard, because we just had a whole thirty minute conversation riding through Dawson. <laughs> we did. And she said, all I heard <laughs> was, I don't go to weddings. I've been to. Like but I'm I, but I'm currently in your wedding. So obviously I'm not talking about your wedding because I'm in your wedding. Mm. So that means I'm coming. Pause. Okay. You're right. That's all right. I'm wrong. Yeah, you want to re-kids. I ain't surprised. Shots fired. I'll take it. Hey, man, gotta shoot back sometime. I own it. But now that we got that out of the way, mm-hmm. and I should be expecting my invitation now. Uh she gonna just have to put you on the list. You have to hey, man, show up. Absolutely not. Cause what I do, I have a huge family. I leave room for error. So okay, I know not to fill up. Every uh, single slot on the guest list because they coming. Hey man, listen, I didn't want, I didn't care about walking when I graduated from college, 
I didn't even buy a cap and gown. I called my mama. I was like, Mom, you want to see me walk? She was like, well, I, I would love I'd like to. I said, well, the cap and gown costs X amount of dollars, and I don't feel like paying for it. You want you going to buy it? Oh, yeah, I ain't want to see you walk that bad. Da, da, da. I said, all right, cool. Don't worry about it. So then my homeboy was like, shit, well, you going to walk or not? I was like, nah, I ain't got no cap and gown. He's like, well, shit, you can use mine. I kept mine from last year. Oh, so, it was, it, so they kept the same colors? Same colors, yeah. So I got his cap and gown, told my mama I'm walking, told the uh the the department, I forgot who was over like uh, graduation and all that. So I said all that to say, my you say you could have like a little bullshit invitation because it's too late. Mm-hmm. So you know when they, they call your name, they had like these, you know, these pretty made cards with your name on them, and whether you was cum laude or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they got to me, they literally, literally had an index card with my name written in cursive. <laughs> well, that was your fault. Oh, you I, didn't order all the stuff. No, because I, I, no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't tell them until like two or three days before. Oh, I was oh. like two or three days before, hey, I'm, I'm going to walk. And they, they didn't have time to get my shit made, which I didn't mind. Because I, I didn't care about being seen walking because I know, shit, what, I, none I, of my family going to make that drive. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all don't care, I don't care. I care about getting this damn degree and going to get a job because mm-hmm. I'm paying child support. So I didn't even get a job anyway. <laughs> you know, I noticed a lot of stuff goes back to you and child support. It shows Damn right. I hate it. He traumatized you, by it. Tra- yeah. I'm saying how traumatized I am. I don't even count birthdays. when People ask me how old my kids are. I go backwards. It's how many years I got 18 so I'm done paying child support. So my oldest daughter is two. So you got 16. Yeah, my youngest daughter just turned six. I mean, my middle daughter just turned six. What? So if they it, don't make you pay child support when they go to college? I don't know. It depends on the state. So some states, the mom has to oh, reopen. Oh, so you did your research. Damn right. I've been waiting on this for nine years. So some states, the mom has to reapply. Mm-hmm. And it only start keeps going if she go to college and the mom has to reapply. Some states, South Carolina's not one of them, it just keep going on its own. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, they got to reapply. Hmm. So they luckily, do. luckily, my oldest, yeah. So like I can go up there and say, hey, my daughter, whichever one happened first, 18 or graduation, whichever one happened first, mm-hmm. I could go up there and say, my daughter is either 18 or graduated, and I won't be taking off child support. They'll take me off. All the mom has to do when she realized she ain't getting that money no more is, mm-hmm. is reapply. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know if you're going to go to war, if they're just going to let it be. But luckily, so far, my oldest daughter want to go to the military, so hopefully that's how that you'll goes. Be, you'll be good. That's how that goes. And you'll be one down. <laughs> yeah, one down, one to go. Six oh, yeah, years. Because the, the baby ain't. No, 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 no. The baby she, she, she live with you. Yeah, yeah we good on that one. Shout out to family. Woo. Yeah, shout out to family. Start over. So, uh, so D, so now we're talking about wedding planning. Is, is it the experience uh, that you thought it was going to be, uh, especially when it comes to the financial part? Because, you know, traditionally it's supposed to be the group, the, what is it? The, uh, the bride. The bride's father is supposed to financially take care of the wedding and the groom's family, the reception or something like that? Yes. I don't know about the That's reception. That's traditionally. That's traditionally, yeah. So oh, it's supposed to be the reception? Mm. I yes. never heard the reception. Is, is it the reception or the honeymoon? I can't so remember. So they do... Traditionally, the bride's father pays for the wedding and the groom's family pays for the reception. Okay. So for me, nothing about my wedding is traditional because mm-hmm. A, I don't want to do all the ritualistic stuff. And B, um, I it's my wedding, so the financial burden is on us. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you take out a loan for a wedding? Huh? I mean, would you being a man, I, I, want, I don't want to speak for you because you're not the man in this case. But if you were to get married and... You had, say, because I know a wedding planner that I worked with at my regular job did wedding planner on the side. And, she, and this was in 2017. She said anything under, under 20000 She said the average wedding is $20,000. Mm-hmm. The average good wedding. So say you got eighteen, you take out a loan for that extra two or for the extra twelve, fifteen to make the wedding what your wife wants it to be. Or will you try to talk sense to her to say, hey, baby, this is what we got. We got to work with this. I'll take out a 30. So you would? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to you. Yeah, be, no. Be, okay. Um, they might. They probably ain't gonna never get that money anyway. So I feel like <laughs> and get all of it. <laughs> well, that's true. But I feel like um, growing up, we have this fairy tale, as mm-hmm. y'all know, like the Cinderella, the big wedding, the this, the that. 
Um, but you don't do what you can afford. Okay. Um, if you want to go in debt, by any means, you have to pay that back. I'm not saying you should, and I'm not saying y'all got to pay that back. There's well, because not because now yeah. you're married, your debt, his debt. So there's no right or wrong to that. But what I'm saying is, once you start planning and you really see, for me. Once you start planning and you really see how things go and how expensive things are, you have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. A, can I afford it? Or B, do I want to afford it for people who are just going to come see me and I'm not going to talk to them again for another three years? Mm-hmm. So it's ways that you can scale back and it's ways that you can get stuff done. And also what I've learned through my process and through a couple of, um, because when I started planning, I just asked people who I know have recently got married some right. questions. You get people who gift you things. I was just about to say that. Um, I was told before that most I ain't gonna say most some white families got this thing called get like I say gifting mm-hmm. where they give you know a house uh, you know thirty thousand towards a wedding nah, <laughs> something like that. Nah, nah I said gift but I ain't say that what's the that? percentage of people that that's why I said that why I said I ain't gonna say most one, that's, why I gonna say. that's the one percent yeah um and you were speaking about uh you know the list and you know who's gonna be in it earlier do you think siblings should expect to be in in, in their sibling wedding with my fam, with my siblings, I think they should they expect to. With my siblings, okay, because we have that relationship, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think any person should necessarily expect to be in somebody's wedding, other than my siblings should have expected because we just rock like that. What What if you had a sibling that at the time y'all was at a little quarrel? Would you still want them in it? I don't. As far as I can see, I don't. It's not too much my siblings can do that'll make me be like, oh, I'm through with you. Uh, so I don't know, but I am big on boundaries, and I don't, I don't believe that because somebody's your sibling, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your whatever, you got to deal with their mess. I mm-hmm. don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. Gotcha. So you can cut people off, and you can still love them. Be you, you in quarrel with one of your siblings or close cousins? They they still gonna be in your wedding? Like y'all ain't beefing, but y'all just. But they don't have to be in it. Y'all, y'all ain't really you know, fucking with each other at the time. But you know, y'all grew up together. Y'all, y'all used to be close, but just something transpired in the last year, so that y'all ain't rocking like how y'all used to rock. Is there still enough love there for them to be like, man, that's still my dog. I, I want him in my wedding. Nah, I invite him. Okay. I ain't, I ain't wasn't. I, I haven't been in all, in all my homeboys' weddings. So I yeah, mean, and we weren't even beefing. I just wasn't in it. Okay, got you. But you were you invited. Yeah, I was invited. So here's when you're planning a wedding, you want everybody to be who you feel is close to you to be in. You want everybody who you feel is close to you and love you to come, but you just can't. Mm -hmm. You you literally, I'm literally especially during COVID time. Even without COVID, you just you honestly just can't. A, you're paying by the plate, Mm -hmm. and B, you have to really take stock of people. Like you want people who really love and support your relationship there, right? So if I know you, eh, you, you, you love me, you might be happy for me, but you're not necessarily ecstatic or mm-hmm. not necessarily happy for me, but you still love me. Mm-hmm. Should I invite you? I don't feel like I'm obligated to. I don't feel like I'm obligated to invite all of my cousins or all of this. So I don't feel like I'm obligated to do that. You're not. It's your, it's your day. Mm-hmm. It's, supposed, it's, it's supposed to be what you want. It's no love lost, but I think. Stuff like weddings are supposed to be intimate and they're supposed to be with the people who love and support. So they could love you, but be like, uh, I don't think he's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. So just, just invite people you think gonna give you a gift. Shit, them the motherfuckers that might not support you, but hey, 
I don't care. I just <laughs> give me the gift. I just learned, like, when you say about you paying by the plate, mm-hmm. I just learned, like, the amount that you're supposed to give as a gift is supposed to, like, cover the amount of the plate at least. See, I never I never I knew never that that any of that. Yeah, I just learned, like, maybe earlier this year, late, late last year. And but, I've, been going to pe- I've been going to people when it's like, well, my presence is a present. Let okay. me get this plate, and that's the way to look at it. But but, but how that. do you find out how much a plate costs? You you, you got to ask them. Do I mean, you, you know, if you got the yellow rice and the and the baked chicken and the roll and the, and the stream and the beans, and the stream beans, you know that ain't no, you know, you might get fifty dollars or something. fifty dollars for that. I'm just saying, just to be, you know, because cover the plate, and then, you know, y- y'all can get y'all a little pizza or something. So man. what I will say is, initially when I started planning, um, and then I put it on pause and started back. Mm-hmm. Prices of things changed drastically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like things went way up, mm-hmm. which is expected. So that yellow rice then went up? Yeah, the yellow rice went up. So you might as well get dirty rice now. Well, hey. What's 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 on your menu? Uh I don't have it right in front of me, but it's not yellow rice and you, string beans. I know you're not on this um podcast <laughs> looking down at yellow rice. Yeah. No, I'm not. You I'm like just you had your so fair share of yellow rice. I have and I love yellow rice. But you're not having it at your She way. might got mashed potato. Nah, I ain't never, you ever had mashed potatoes at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mashed potatoes that little. You have like I a, can't um, remember. That, and, and the ham had gravy on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was turkey with gravy on it. <laughs> you gonna have um, uh, like a, a buffet style? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, what you, y'all gonna have like brunch type foods? No. Oh. So I plan to get married in the evening. Okay, so it ain't gonna be hot, cool. It's still summertime, mm. but we'll get it into the logistics. It's gonna be muggy. Yeah, it's gonna be muggy. It's gonna be fun. Mm. Y'all having an open bar? So here's here's another thing about the bar. So as you know, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. My fiance doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. But you know. I wouldn't have liquor then. So listen. So you know my bridal party. You can think of the people who would be in my bridal party. They drink. They're like, oh, we got to have some liquor, so we're going to get the liquor. So I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, oh yeah. so they're going to like have it in the back somewhere? Yeah, they're going to hide it. They ain't going to get enough for everybody. N- no. <clears throat> now, come on now. I'm just saying. They talking, we going to get the liquor. Who you getting it for? Just y'all? No. So they're stocking the bar. Oh, and, and see, and that was gonna be my next question. So somebody uh, suggested um, they want to know if it was tacky to throw a stock the bar party. So I was like, well, "What the fuck is that?" And they said, "Well, you know, white people are known for doing it, but not really black people." So she said, "I know black people who do that." Yeah, I've never heard of that. Who said that white people known for doing it and black people? I'm not gonna tell you no. There ain't no snitch. They like, don't. They don't be around. Right. They um, not be around <laughs> people, man. Like so, in my mind, it was we don't drink, right? Mm-hmm. So. I didn't want to take a bunch of our budget put to buy alcohol, although I respect people who do, and I know they would like to drink. So the people who do drink was like, well, hey, we'll do it. That's on y'all. Yeah, so if they decided they don't want to do it, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. But I've heard people, matter of fact, I went to a wedding the end of last year, and I think they did a stock the bar party. So are you going to have in your invitations uh, BYOB or limited no. alcohol? I understand for people, because some people are going to expect at a reception for alcohol to be there, even though they may know you, you and your fiance don't drink. So uh, I think as a person that wouldn't know, like now that I, I know, if I had pulled up to the reception and with no look, I'd definitely been blown. But so me, what you can do? You'd have had something in the truck. I'd have had something in the truck. Yeah, right. either way, I'd have something in the truck. But, so gift something. I'm just saying. Well, I got to get an invitation first. Oh, well, I thought we already squashed that. Oh, I, yeah, y'all did. Y'all we did, did, but I ain't got you, the invitation yet. See, that's how dudes do. You think you pass something and then I here am. they go. Bring it back up. But they we got, bring no, it back but, but, up. But, but then it's, they'll it's say a, that's what women do. But it's a protocol to it. I get invited. Now I gift. Oh, so you want it in hand. You don't want the words. You want it in yeah. hand. Yeah. I got I you. Spend the 57 cents on me. But clear. The invitations <laughs> have not gone out yet. Good. So make sure you put me in the number. Like, I got you. Just like the church folks say. I'm just happy to be in the number. Okay. Say less then. It's going to take a long time to get out there the way he live at though. So. 
But no, yeah, so um, people do people do stock the bar parties. I'm not doing it because, as you know, I got a lot going on. So a lot of things that a lot of brides may do, it's kind of up in the air for me because I'm on call 24 seven. Are kids allowed at your reception? Absolutely not. You so, gonna call 24 seven with your job? With my son. Remember oh, I told oh okay. You he, yeah. Oh, the um. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he's on the um. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yep. Well, I mean, I ain't mad at it. Now that I knew, I know to bring my own bottle. Stop that. No, no, no. I'm talking about because you you don't expect to drink, and I I really don't know what the budget are for the. I don't know the, 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 the bridesmaids. Yeah, and then another I don't, thing for me is I when it comes to alcohol, I don't know. I don't I don't know what's know a lot, is, what's enough, what yeah. what so. And and and. But when you think about my people, I about to say we know who your cousins are. So not even my cousins, my friends, Tip, Tina. You know what they. They know what to do. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, and just I'm thinking about the male cousins. They gonna bring a liquor too. There you go. Are, so, they, are your uh, bridesmaids gonna get you a bartender? I have one. Oh, you have a bartender. Mm-hmm. I'll be one. Your bartender should tell you how much um. I'm not. Liquor to buy. Let me tell you something. I got so much going on. I'm not sweating. Oh, that, so stuff. that ain't that ain't on so your. So uh, what they decide? Oh, with they her talking to the bartender. Is on them. I got you. I got you. So I'm not. I'm not sweating that. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna sweat it either because I I'm get I'm gonna get there drunk so. Right. I'm not sweating it either. Um, venue, who chose that? I did. So how much say so did he, did your fiance have in choosing anything when it came to the wedding? The colors, uh, side, uh, party size? So here's the thing. Initially, when you get engaged, it's like all oh, this excitement and you're on go. So you start planning and you're doing all this stuff. So we, we went to, it was a venue that I had previously gone to a wedding at. I loved it. The Civic Center? No. <laughs> It'll be on your invite. So um, he and I went to look at the venue together. Okay. And we decided together. Okay, that's cool. Um, What I've learned over a period of time, and I, and I had to get a couple people like, hey, how 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 involved was your fiancé or your husband in the way? They're like, oh, he just, he just gave me money, mm. things like that. So I'm learning that I'm going to shoot myself in the foot you saying are. this. But that's that what we do here. I don't you, even want to say you it. You done shot me five times. But men care about certain things. Like, they're not going to care about the tedious things like we mm-hmm. care about. So, basically, it was like, I just, I need some money. 21 minutes ago, I said, this is your day. Remember I said that? Mm-hmm. Invite who you want to invite because it's your day. That That's that. It's our. It's your day. It is. It's your day. That, and sad to say, ain't, I, I guess not a bad thing because you with somebody that can afford it and he don't mind. Um, you might you may have a man that say I'm paying for it and I want us to have goddamn seagulls and damn birds flying around the damn church. You might be nigga, that's waste some money. So he don't mind, you shouldn't mind. It's your day because, like you said, we don't care about what color you pick unless he's like a fraternity member or something like that. But outside right. of that, we don't really care. You know what I'm saying? And me see, me, was... me and probably be more worried about whether or not this homeboy gonna make it or this homeboy could get in. Mm-hmm. Damn, which one gonna be my best man? Because I really fuck with both of these niggas about the same. Right. So so my mistake was. I'm trying to get you the to be more little, involved. Every little detail I'm worrying about, and you like, that ain't even no big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've learned through people who've already gotten married, like, girl, no. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he I probably have... don't even pick out his own color. What you? Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. So, in your your mind, is this gonna be something big and elaborate, or is it just something you know, nice and intimate for you and your close friends and family? Um, first of all, I got a big family. That I got like true. four or five sisters, so that already cancels out small mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's going to be. Uh, I think most people would think it's lo- it's a big, it's it's a bit large. Yeah, y'all better have money for the honeymoon if it's going to be large. Yeah. Good. Oh, you mean like they give people give you money? Well, not even that. Um, you know, some people go all out for the wedding, and then now, uh, like like you said, living debt for the next two years because they took everything they no, had. I don't for this big elaborate wedding to show off for the people, like no, you said, that you might not have for speak people, to. right? Yeah. No. And then now we talk. We going to Myrtle Beach for a weekend for our <laughs> what wrong with Myrtle Beach? A lot. If you just spent forty thousand on a wedding. So what? What I'm, if you spending twenty thousand on your rooms at the beach? Twenty thousand on the room at the beach. Yeah. I ain't going for twenty thousand at the so, beach. So hey, you never know. For me, it's hard to. I can't plan anything. Oh, because I I just can't. Mm-hmm. So it it wouldn't be wise for me to say we're gonna go. I don't know to Aruba, Aruba yeah. or wherever, and I'm on call. Mm-hmm. Don't take your ass to Mexico, right? <laughs> and I'm on call, you know, twenty four seven. So mm-hmm. some things for me, like I just said, it's just kind of up in limbo. Got you. So if I get the call, once I get the call, mm-hmm. and I go to Ohio because we have to go to Ohio, and we'll be there for a couple of months. So once I get the call, I can. Plan those things, but for now it's just like, like my bridal party. What do you want to do? Um, where you want to take a trip to? And I'm like, eh, let's not talk about that because I can't. I can't plan it right now. I can't. We're gonna get married on Saturday. We're gonna wake up Sunday like we normally do. I mean, I hope that's not the case. I'm hoping. But that I'm just saying, right now is the way things are, are now. Before you get the call, that's kind of the so mindset you kind of. Statistically, uh-huh. if we go based on statistics mm-hmm. from the hospital that we're going to, statistically, we should be gone and back by then gotcha but sometimes things don't fall in that Mm -hmm. range so i just gotta you know but for me even though i'm planning a wedding and all that's exciting for me Mm -hmm. that transplant is it supersedes all of it Mm -hmm. so of course i don't know i mean this definitely should be more important um i think it's gonna be a great wedding yeah. I know I'm showing up drunk. I don't know if I'm in it. Or I'm just coming, but just know. I just got one request from you, and I'll tell you when we off air. I ain't gonna pull my bird out. There you go. He do that at weddings. I don't know about weddings. <laughs> I cannot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have to talk about your contract, sir. <laughs> I turned red this now. <laughs> I'm speechless. This makes sure my pants are tighter than fitted. That's all I care. Which is rare. I'm speechless. Yeah, don't be speechless. I, I am. I'm going to act accordingly. I'm acting accordingly. I promise. Well, before we go, I just got one little current event that I want to get y'all opinion on. Especially mm-hmm. you with a, with, a, with a young son. And you because you're just an opinionated nigga. Whoa. Um, Say that negatively, but continue. No, you know, you have great opinions, Brandon. Okay, that's Um John Morant mm-hmm. has been in the news last week. Um, flashing a gun in the club. Uh, I think they brought up an old situation where he got into a fight with a 17-year-old kid, and I think the kid's suing. Um, the perspective that I want to get from you guys is, is he a child and he's just learning himself? Um, so another opinion I got was they blamed the father for him not stepping in because he enjoys the lifestyle just as much as Ja does, so he going along for the ride instead of intervening and then cutting him down. Um, or he, you know, he ain't doing nothing wrong. He just a kid that loves social media. And you, like you said, your son is almost 16. So eventually he's going to get to an age where he may make some knuckle-head mistakes. I think my first arrest came at 22. So uh, First, if, how many years? Five. Oh, okay. Five, yeah. Okay. 
I, I, I tell my nephews all the time, I ain't start figuring this life shit out till I'm about 30. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was about 30 years that old. That sounds about right By the time me. I start realizing about drinking and driving and, you know what I'm saying, uh, arguing with people and pulling out guns on people and all that right. type of stuff. Because I think I told B one time before on the, on the episode, a lot of shit I did at a young age, I didn't get in trouble for. So when we was, you know, me, Sid, Dom, they used to run around dogs and then fighting this crew or getting into right. this crew and jumping this person, jumping that person and doing whatever. There wasn't no consequences behind it. It right. wasn't no, no arrest. There ain't nobody came back. Nowadays they'll shoot you, but back then wasn't nobody shooting you. Then when I got grown and carried some of those same antics into my adulthood at 22, 23, 24, I got in a fight at Compound and a fucking disorderly conduct turned into attempted murder. But even with you, you're you're a professional. People don't realize, like, you are a professional. Yeah, from 9 to 5. At right. 5 to 10, I'm an alcoholic. So, <laughs> well, okay, you said it. But so... You have to sometimes carry yourself a certain way mm-hmm. as the professional. I guess at five oh one you you disarm that. Yeah. But um five oh one and on the weekends. But then I I realized what happened on the weekends carry can carry into Monday. Absolutely. Um when I got my job with with the government, you know, I had to get a security clearance. Mm-hmm. Right? The, so first off, it took me longer to get a start date because one, I had too many already charges that I had been arrested for, so it took longer to do my security clearance. Two, I had a charge pending at the time. So they said, well, we're going to wait and see what the reconciliation is from this current charge to see whether or not we're going to rescind your offer. I was able to get my charge reduced, so I got my offer. Then the day I was there to report, I had to go to the security office and sign a waiver that said any incident, if I got involved in any incident within the next three years that involved alcohol, that my security claims would be rescinded and then I would be uh, disemployed. You know what I'm saying? That's when it hit me. Like, like shit, shit you do over the summer or shit you do on Saturday can real. carry into Monday. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got arrested in Virginia Beach in fe- February 2006 and enrolled in South Carolina State in August of 2006, applied for a job at Lowe's summer 2007, and found out I was a felon from 2006 and 2007 because I didn't I did want smart to know that what you do in Virginia follow you state to state. Right. I thought, shit, I'm out of Virginia. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. So you was a damn fool. I was. Well, not just that. <laughs> I was an ignorant fool. And, <laughs> I was a nigga, and niggas go nigga. But not just that. Um, in your defense, so to speak, you you know you didn't have a father mm-hmm. growing up because your father passed. But that's where the conversations start with with men and women with their children. It's so many opinions I got when it comes to John Morant a being a mother of a young black man. I have the conversation with him like you don't get the passes that your white counterparts get right you you can't mess up in certain ways because it's going to hurt you mm-hmm. in a way that it may not um i'm real close i have a white friend i'm really really close to her and our boys are the same age and, and i talk to cam and i'm like you can't do what they do oh yeah because your consequences will be a lot harder so as a parent i understand he's a a kid so to speak you know mm-hmm. he hasn't matured but at the same time you still don't it doesn't change the fact that a lot of things are systemic and you don't get a pass i never understood why my mom didn't want me to have cornrows back then it was cornrows you know we didn't care about dreads in the 90s Mm -hmm. she's like i want to get my hair braids remember me sitting in all this hair braids but my mama gave me the hardest time about me getting braids i never understood why but like you said with uh, Cam and his white counterpart, if they both in a car driving to get pulled over, they probably gonna ask Cam to step out the car before the counterpart. I didn't know my mom wanted you to look like the nice, clean cut, respectable young man. And it's so unfair. And it's definitely unfair. You shouldn't have to play by the rules like that, but it's the rules. Right. You know what I'm saying? So again, when it comes to jaw, now you're you're rich, you got dreads, you got diamond teeth in your mouth. So to, And you got guns. 
And but to the black community, because like I said, rappers do it every day in videos. Not the black community. But a right, continue. A rapper. Oh, oh, D, I meant to tell you when, before we started. B hates the black community when you just pigeonhole something on black people. He hates that. I'm sorry. I, I, I meant to tell you about that. But yeah. um, so just take it for love, as they say in church. Well, no, because like you were saying, like the gold teeth and all that or whatever. And but you were saying the rappers. Mm. It is culturally us. It's no, not, I'm just saying when, when rappers do it, it's no problem. It's cool. What rap? But what? A rapper can't get fired, so to speak. They can't. But I'm saying is they videos, they views go up and they get endorsed and they get praised by kids or their avid but, listeners uh, for doing the exact same thing that John did in the video. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on, because you said a lot right there. You said get endorsed. Yeah. Who they get endorsed by? Endorsed. I mean by. You watch their video that they post, and oh. the views is what monetizes. The amount of views is what monetize that video. That so maybe I used the wrong term. Yeah, yeah, because the people that like give that praise or whatever are their audience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't like the mainstream. Like right is with that on either side. Like mm-hmm. older black people say, stop showing your guns off or whatever. White people say stop showing your guns off or stop acting a fool or no, whatever. They like, say on on both sides. Right you know to bear what I'm saying? Arms. Yeah, white people say. Well, they say safe. right to bear arms, just, but not do it in a way in a crazy way. Like you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of black people that really are against guns. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to like. That's why I say like that black community. This that it ain't like the whole black community. It's a certain sector of black community mm-hmm. that like or any community because it's white people that walk around doing dumb stuff with guns too. Absolutely, we mm-hmm. know about our community because that's what we see. But what I wanted to say is. When you get a job, MBA, um, regular nine to five education, you sign a contract mm-hmm. and you learn the rules that mm-hmm. you must abide by. So if I'm a rapper, I imagine, I don't know, they kind of do what sells. Yeah. But as the MBA starts, certain parameters I'm imagining you have to live in. So yeah. when you sign that contract, you agree mm-hmm. to these terms. And so, when you violate these terms, whether it's fair or not, there are consequences that come. So are are you going to do you feel that Jai is just being young and making some mistakes at a young age? Absolutely. Okay. So I don't think he even made a mistake. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he, te- he did. didn't do anything illegal. He you, didn't. You didn't, but you're held to a certain standard by the job that you have. So while it may be okay, it gives out the wrong look. I well, I, I'm message. not saying I'm not saying like the look or whatever. Like if he. You saying lawfully. Yeah, lawfully or whatever. Like, okay, so he was in the strip club um, with the gun or whatever. And the only reason they're investigating him being in the strip club with the gun is how it got there. How it got there. That's that's the only thing they're worried about because, they, like you say, they got rules. And one of the rules is you can't have firearms on team property or uh, team in uh, transportation or whatever. Not yeah. even the arena because he was in... Know what I'm saying? He's in Denver. But, but they were saying, did he have it while at the arena and then took it to whatever or that was? No, not, transportation, uh, right? not at the arena. Did he have it on the team plane? Right. Yeah. I saw so, that. So if he didn't bring the gun on the team on plane, the team plane mm-hmm. in the eyes of his job, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. he can still possess it in that state. If it was somebody else's gun, he didn't do anything illegal. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to investigate that. Now, if I was him, I would get somebody from there to say, "Oh no, nah, that was my gun." Well, they already concluded they that that they weren't gonna press no charges and they didn't find any wrongdoing. But that B, was Denver. That was Denver. Yeah, that was the Denver but authority. B, not the NBA, right? Yeah, not the NBA. So they still investigating. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's still out indefinitely or whatever. But uh, like I told somebody before, I know they gave him four. They gave him like four, four games, games or something like that. Right? Like I told somebody before, um, shout out to Philly. Um, 
Philly knows uh, a rapper from Philly who's famous right now. Know his, his his management team, his road management team. Mm-hmm. And um, he called me one day. This is like 2017. He's like, yo, you know, my man's coming down to uh, Fayetteville for a show. Mm-hmm. You know saying? They got a question for you. Can I give him your number? I was like, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, my man hit me. He's like, yo, yo, you know, if you're cool with Philly, I know, I know you're a good dude. So, you know, I need to know if you get me, you know what I'm saying, two of them dirty things, you know what I'm saying, for me and my people to have on us while we do this show down here. And I was like, why you want them to be dirty? Why you just don't get security? It's like, nah, nah, because, you know, most, most of us felons and can't carry them no way. So, you know, we get, if, 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 we gotta, if we got to get down, you know what I'm saying, we do, 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 do. So, so when this whole thing happened with Ja, that's the first thing my mind went back to was that how, you already rich. People mm-hmm. want to do shit for you anyway because mm-hmm. you you a celebrity and you rich. Right? How easy is it to call somebody and say, "Hey, bro, we are gonna stay overnight in Denver this this particular weekend? Get us something. Get us something that's exactly. so you know we good in the club." Now him being a young, but you gotta think adult, that's your almost forty year old brain talking now. Yeah, but but now all these kids they want to have a gun around them. So right. He probably was already thinking like that, or somebody around him told him to do that. But now in the club, you twenty three, looking your mind. My grandma used to always say, "Looking in, sense out." So now you dance around, look it up. You go live, hey bro, let me hold that shit real quick. Yeah, you know I keep it on. Yeah, and your mind, you ain't did shit wrong. You did something. What you just saw, fucking NBA young boy do. But, but your the mind, whole world sees it. So now you have the scarlet letter, so to speak, based on just that one thing. For a minute, they forgot you were John ja, ja Morant. They forgot you were NBA star. So now you're just a young black man with fronts or whatever in the strip club showing a gun and beat up a seventeen year old. Come on, and ago. you knew that was gonna come back up. So what? When, what they'll do is they'll try to link it all together. Well, the crazy thing is that seventeen-year-old thing came up before. They were already talking about that too. Right. Yeah. Before. So that I'm saying. So now they're seeing a pattern. Right. Is what they're gonna try to say. Is but the, I get that whole scenario just to say, I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain that he did not have that gun on the plane. Yeah. Right. I'm almost certain it was right. a phone call. And you know, everybody got anybody with money got some niggas that willing to catch a body, do, do anything. Or oh, the nigga need to burn him. Oh, I'm gonna tell the nigga man here. That's one. I just want to be in the section with him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know the dude that better do patterns down, man. We good. This, this, this call me when y'all get there. Mm-hmm. Now, the pattern, the scarlet letter thing, and even what you're about to say, uh, I feel, again, not saying because he's black, but again, once you, once you get that paper trail, it's hard for you to... It is. You put Let me it, tell you something. Yes, sir. No matter what somebody does, as long as their talent outweighs whatever they do they bad, bad, yeah, it's gonna be he's going to be all right. Eh. Watch. So you as long have, as he keep playing... And he playing the, the same level he is, they're they gonna forget about it. I, I agree. As long as he keeps playing. As long as he keeps playing. So now that's you so now you have a 16-year-old son that's probably not going to the NBA. That's probably not gonna be in that one percent. I hope he does, but he may not be. What do you tell? Do you use this situation as an example of what telling him what not to do or what going forward you should not do? Absolutely. So um matter of fact, he's the one that educated me on this job my rent situation. Cause okay. I'm like who is he? He's like, Ma, he from something. How you don't know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So he educated me on it. So I'm like, do you think he was wrong? Ma, he shouldn't have had it on social media. And so it opens the door for these conversations. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, but I'm raising a black man. So I have these tough conversations. Like, it may not be easy for him. If it was you, it definitely wouldn't be easy for you because you're not him. Whatever it was him, they might, they might not have gave a fuck. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they might not have gave a fuck, you know what I'm saying? But um, if they was riding in a car right. with that individual that bought the stolen gun right. after the club and got pulled over. You say stolen gun now. Don't, we ain't going to say stolen gun. No. Well, I, I can't but, see so now, so now I'm speaking to the situation when I got the call yeah. is what I'm speaking to that. I can't okay. speak for that situation because I, I don't know. Yeah. I just know he probably made a call and got a gun. It probably wasn't stolen. It may, may have been, may mm-hmm. not be. But most mm-hmm. times the people willing to do shit like that is 
niggas with stolen guns. They don't want their hands dirty either, right? I mean, they already do it on a regular basis anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Most of them already do it on a regular basis, so they care around it. Ain't nobody right here that's a shooter with most of the time going to have a legal firearm because they probably already are failing. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Um, I hope, you know, the kid get it get it together. Absolutely. Again, I don't think he really did nothing wrong. You know what right. I'm saying? I just think and that, so that he did nothing illegal. He did something stupid. Perception there you is go. reality. Yeah, so he did, how, did something stupid. how they perceive it mm-hmm. for now is their reality. Is yeah. the reality. Yeah, Jai, if you ever hear this, there's no, there's a lot of kids in Dollarton, you. Florence, Hartsville, Mullins, Camden, something to that, you know what I'm saying? Really rooting for you, man. So again, we don't think he did nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Might have just been a Bad choice for that 17 seconds she was live or whatever. But man, keep doing what you're doing. No, yeah. don't keep doing what you're but doing. But not, yeah, yeah. I'm talking on the court. Stop being stupid. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing on the court. You stop being stupid. Yeah, stop being a nigga for sure. Off the no, court. Stop being stupid. Yeah, but keep doing what you're doing on the court. <laughs> right. Absolutely on the court. <laughs> yeah, because there really some kids out there. Uh, so, with that being said, and um, I said if it was my son, he wouldn't get that pass, and y'all said it wouldn't have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, do y'all feel like the the NBA or Ja has to carry the burden of people looking up to him? No. Mm-mm. Like we said, as long as he keep playing, selling them tickets, that M- shit don't Mike, matter. Mike Vick, how long Mike Vick went to jail? Oh, Three yeah. and a half years. Three and a half years and came back and, and got on teams. Gotcha. So. All, all he had to do was go apologize to Peter, do some uh, community service, yeah. and, and, and speak at some events. Yeah. And all was forgiven. All was forgiven. Even, even, even like with you, you say you got arrested how many times? Five. Five times, and you had something on you heavy, and you still you still had got a, a federal job, so right, yeah, a government job, or whatever. So. But let's yeah. be clear, that's a genius. I really, <laughs> if you don't listen, me and me, me and him was in Shit. honors AP classes together. I hear what you're saying. He he's a genius. He's a <laughs> he's a genius. I tell anybody like when people say certain things, I'm like, you need to call Kane. That's a genius. <laughs> Yeah, nigga. Genius level idiot. <laughs> so, you know, it's a thin you. line between being a genius and, and kind of being insane. Yeah. He teeter-totter a little bit? Uh, he don't teeter. He totter <laughs> on that on that other line. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. I may nah, talk about a lot you. of shit on social media, but you never see me talk about no government shit on social media. You can never see me talk about whatever happened in Mexico or happened nowhere. Yeah. Because that's probably the only thing I remember for that contract I signed. I remember I asked him, I said, what do you do at work? I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you real certified mm-hmm. at that time? What I had, what I was doing at that time, yeah, it was, I couldn't talk about that. But now, you know, I'm lazy. I ain't as vicious, so I, I do a lot of the regular shit now. But at that, at that time, I was fresh in there. You know, what I'm saying wanting to make a name for myself, so I was doing a lot of those. It's so hard for me to see shit. Antoine mm-hmm. being professional. Oh, really? I, I I go to work with my tattoo showing and all that now. I, I try to toe the line because I want y'all to say something discriminatory so I can damn take it to uh, employee relations. <laughs> take oh, it yeah. to trial. I hope, <laughs> I hope they say something about your hair. Then you got the oh, nah, it's law now. Oh, yeah. It's law now. I'm going to say, even with my hair, it was a white guy that used to come in jeans and a biker shirt every day and he had a, his beard was braided down to his stomach. I said, if they ever say anything about my you hair. Got it. Yeah, yeah. What? You know what I'm saying? And then an old dude, he's like 60, started growing his dreads. So, oh, black. Mm-hmm. So did you they say ever old say dude, anything 60s, to you? Nah, I mean right now, you know, with COVID going on, I only going like once a week, so that What's shit that? be like a ghost town. COVID. What's that? Yeah, it disappeared. It used to be this thing that uh, a man had fucked a damn monkey. Oh god, and- <laughs> I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't, have, shouldn't have had no joke. This white, this white man in Johannesburg, Africa, fucked fuck the monkey, and down when he came, that was the, the, the shit was in the air, and it floated all the way over here. 
And then it shut us down for two years. For yeah. two years. For two years. But um, D, man, I sure appreciate you coming, man. Of I, it, it's been a long time coming. How, man, man, he was talking about that for years. For years, yeah. So when I was doing the podcast, I was like, yo, Kane, you need to start your own podcast. You need to get up on that because the Kane I know is different from the Kane social media knows. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm a great guy, man. I have a lot of opinions in my mind. This I, just, I needed this form to be able to express it's myself. intellectual. Because cause when you talk on social media and you type in texting, things could get taken so out of context. Oh, of course. And people, people always think you're mad. I don't be mad. Mm-hmm. With I, I, yeah, be, you salty. Who's salty? You, that's what they think. You're oh, yeah, salty. they think I'm salty. You're either salty or you're sweet. Nah, I definitely ain't that. <laughs> I definitely ain't that. <laughs> so you salty. There ain't no, there ain't no sweet, and, sweet and sour sauce over here. Are you bitter? Or what they say about the stepdads? Um, I'm weak. weak. Or weak. Yeah, yeah. I'm weak. That's I'm sad. No, no, no. Now they call niggas sassy. There you go, sassy. Yeah, sassy. sassy. My foot so if you say and do, you sassy. No. Yeah, you are. And yeah, do. And, 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 and I don't say it. Uh, you <laughs> say come so. through, come through hair. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Oh, now that sounds sassy. It's the hole, it's the hole in the dough for me. me. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw this thread on social media, and it was funny to me because it was a whole list of You tagged me in it. Of guys. A dude saying the stuff. Yeah. yeah, that joke was funny. I, I believe that was you that tagged me in it. I probably did, because that was funny. Oh, talking, about, about, talking about us dudes sassy now. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, I remember all throughout high school, all D used to say, "Walk around all day to my do it biscuit." Do it biscuits. That was who's biscuit? Was just, oh, that was the word was just, you were saying. Yeah. It was the equivalent, the bow. Everybody was so, a fucking biscuit. So if you say that, are you sassy? Hell yeah, I okay. can't say that. I, I mean, it's cool with me, but don't nah. say do it biscuit. Not how I would say it. How else can I say it? I can't <laughs> say do it biscuit. That don't even sound <laughs> right. Well, I got to, I got to put that sass on there. I mean, if you uh, want to be that, sassy, that extra sauce. That sass. If I said it's, it's sauce. Okay. Hey, when Cam was wearing, not your Cam, when Cameron was wearing that pink, that nigga said it was sauce drip, but was it sass? Nah, that nigga got shooters. Shit, so did Young Thug. So you wouldn't wear um, pink? Mm-mm. Shit, I got a pink suit in the closet. Like like, like a whole pink? Nah, now would I wear like a, some jeans and a pink polo or something like that? Yeah, but like a pink fur, pink hat? So Everything pink? Probably not. I remember um, it was one Easter, and I know we said we we're going to um, shut down soon. But it was one Easter, and I bought Cam like this coral color shirt. What color is that? Kind of like like pink. a peach. About okay. this, about that color. Yeah. Okay. And he cried because he was like, "Mom, that's pink. That's for girls. I'm not mm. wearing that." Like I literally had to change his whole outfit. How it, old was he? I was about to. Ask he that. was little. He, so he was already aware. He was. His cousins no more. His than cousins seven. and siblings have been doing a good job with him then. And and I had to change it, but I and it, pink was in then for guys. Hmm? Yeah. What is it, 06, 07? No, it was a little, he was a little older than that. So no, that's about the year. No, he was born in 07, so he probably was between the ages of 5 and 7. So this is like 12 and 13. So he was like, Mama, I can't... Like, he literally cried not to wear coral. I thought the pink thing had not faded by like 2012 and 13. Hmm. It, it ain't little. never faded. It was little, I know that. But gotcha. he... Mm-mm. Well, D, I know you say you kind of took a, a step back from social media, but, you know, if people want to reach out to you and, and, you know, have any questions for you based off, you know, our discussion today, where can they find you at? Or do they just got to see you in the streets? Um, That too. Or they can reach out to me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, If they inbox me, of course, I'll respond. But I just sometimes I have to take a mental break with everything I have going on. I can't look at all the foolishness or mm-hmm. some of the foolishness. So I have to take a mental break. So I'm just in that space right now. Got you. Got you. D, you know what to do. Preacher underscore BP on social media every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. 
And of course, y'all know every Wednesday to find me at the Cane is Able podcast on social media. You know, on Facebook, I'm Hennessy Black on Instagram and Twitter, underscore Hennessy Black with two C's. If you want to review any of my episodes, this one in particular, or you have a topic you want me to discuss, or if you just want to even be a guest on the show, email me at caneisablepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can inbox me, DM me. I'm not too, too proud to answer DMs. I will answer them DMs. Hmm. Especially if you I don't know how to take that. Nah, I, 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 ain't, I ain't at with the people. Okay. Now, what you put in the DMs, now, hey. You know what? <laughs> hey, B, I'm holler at you, boy. <laughs>